Hi, I'm Peter Reynolds, and welcome to Pros and Conversations, the podcast that explores what it takes to be successful, whether you're from the world of business, science, or the arts. Entrepreneurs need to be creative to develop new ideas, create innovative products, and compete in a competitive marketplace. But creative types, like myself, we can get a little bit scattered. We want to work in the business and not on the business. On this episode of Pros and Conversations, we're going to talk about adding structure to a creative business. And with me, as always, is my co-host, Damon Adachi, who's a marketing consultant with Sevenfold Marketing. How are you doing, Damon? Good. I am definitely a self-professed creative type, so I'm really anxious to hear some great tips on this one. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think for myself, it's definitely a struggle. I mean, I stole your quote there about working uh, in the business and not on the business because I'm, I'm definitely someone who would rather be creating than doing the accounting at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, there's a, a struggle for uh, in our creative businesses to be on when you need to be creative. You know, uh, sometimes for me, it's two in the morning and I need to get something done and it's tough to be inspired. Um, but as we know, the, uh, the other side of the coin is that you can get so entrenched in the creative aspects of your job that you may fall down on some of the structures. So we've got a great guest here today to help us with all of that. No, you're absolutely right, Damon. I mean, there's a lot to unpack in this episode, but luckily we have a guest who can help us navigate uh, this complex but important topic. Uh, joining us today is Joanne Kupiak, and she is an interior designer and owner of Design Excellence. Welcome to Pros and Conversations, Joanne. Thanks, Peter. Thanks, Damon. Thanks for having me. So Joanne, maybe you could start by telling us a little bit about yourself and your business. Sure. Um, I do interior design, which really means that I help clients renovate their homes, redesign their homes, taking them through the process in a way that is uh, easier, helps them um, save money, and uh, help to make the actual process more efficient. Structure and creativity seem like they're at pol- they're polar opposites. Um, what are some of the strategies that, that you use to keep yourself on track and well, without stifling your creativity? Right. I think as entrepreneurs, we tend to wear so many hats and a lot of times hats that we really don't even want to wear. Um, and we get into the business, the creative business, because uh, we love what we do and that's why we do it. But the reality is in order to be able to be creative, it's really important to have certain things in place. And one of the things that's important is, is creating a consistent experience for, for our clients to make sure that you know we have consistent, repeatable processes that we do over and over again so that every client feels that um, they're getting the same thing from you as the next person in line that hires you. Yeah, that's really interesting. I hadn't really considered that your structure adds consistency and a standard that your clients can expect. It's not only self-serving and making sure that you stay on track, but it's how you, you know, perceived by your clients. It's really interesting. Yeah, I experienced that myself. I mean, you know, because we're in a creative field and we always want to do our very best work and you know, whether if a client comes in and they have $500 to do something or a client comes in and they have $5,000, 
I'm going to give them my best work. And often I find I'm doing way more work than the 500 uh, because <laughs> the 500 just won't cut it to give them what's in my head of what they should have. And, and I find that really a struggle. And, wh and when you have that structure, it, it allows more time for that creativity. So I think as long as you put those systems in place, and we can talk about that as we go along, it, it really does allow you a little bit more time for that creative aspect that you know and love in your job. So Joanne, maybe you could uh, tell the, the listeners a little bit more about your process in terms of creating a consistent customer experience. We have a, a 15 step process that we go through every time consistently with our clients, um, starting from letter of agreement, um, making sure that we know exactly what it is that we're doing for the client, creating scope of work for the client, all the way through to managing deficiencies. So there's all kinds of steps that take place and they take place for every single client. Yeah, that's that's quite impressive. And and to me, you're kind of a double thread because I know you as such a vibrant, creative, dynamic person. But I also know that in your previous life, in your career, it was very much the other side of the line and more of, you know, uh, structure and uh, speak to what your previous work experience has brought into your business today. Previous work experience. So in the past, I was... Um, working for a bank and, a, and the brokerage firm, and uh, I managed projects. So I managed um, all kinds of interior design projects, actually, for the bank. So um, project management is is really key in terms of making sure for, for me and, and in creative businesses that um, we have a structure around project management systems so that it takes you once you complete step one through step two and three, and it reminds you of literally what is what is next and coming down the pipe in terms of your projects. So having a having a system to help you do that is is key, I find. And I guess that system helps you, you know, basically it's determining for you when it's time to stop, you know, how many hours you're putting in, you know, so that you're not getting that that uh, that bleed the uh, through you know to uh, to doing more work than than the contract is set for right and and in the case of uh, the pro the project system project management system that we have it does you do track your hours so you consistently know whether you're going above and beyond what you had quoted your clients so that it really helps you learn for the next job so that you can quote more accurately for the next job that comes along whether you lose a little bit here uh, or charge them a little bit more, but it allows you to let them know as you're moving along where uh, where where you stand in terms of your rates and your fees, as well as where the project stands. So I find that um, being in a creative business, it's hard to quantify and to always put the right value on what it is you do. And I, I'm sure Peter can back me up on this uh, because people hire you to do something that they can't do for themselves. They're not interior designers. They're not videographers. They're not graphic designers. Uh, so they need your services, but it's hard for them to really quantify what it's worth in value. And I would say that you pro can probably uh, confirm this, but by adding that layer of structure and professionalism, you really come across more as a professional service that people can uh, root a value to and say, 
wow, Joanne has really got her stuff together and she knows what she's doing. And, you know, I feel like I'm being walked through a very, you know, uh, structured process versus somebody who goes, well, I was thinking about blue and, you know, and, and doesn't have all of that structure behind it to keep people focused on where the value is. So, um, you must have great response from your clients with this level of professionalism and structure. Well, clients definitely taking more seriously uh, when you have a structure in your business, you come across as a professional. And in addition to keeping that creative mind that we have on point, <laughs> keeping moving forward. So uh, I find that it literally helps us keep everything on track for our clients and for ourselves. We hope you're enjoying this episode so far. Pros and Conversations is brought to you by For The Record Productions, providing video production services to corporate and nonprofit clients for over 20 years. To learn more about how we can help your business, visit videosthatmatter.ca and by The Business Alliance, a professional peer group that helps you grow your business through networking, collaboration, and sound advice. To learn more about how to become a member, visit jointhealliance.biz. Tell me a little bit about, uh, you know, calculating income, you know, for those entrepreneurs that are coming, you know, uh, you know, up through the ranks, you know, they're starting their business, they're trying to figure out, you know, how am I act, how much am I actually going to make, you know, in a year and what do I have to charge, you know, to make that a reality? Talk a little bit about that calculation. Sure. I, I find that um, creating an achievable uh, salary is key. So I think it's important to decide what that number is and what that looks like for you. Um, you know, we, we always would say in many of us in a creative business that I would do this even if I wasn't getting paid, but the reality is this really doesn't pay the bills for us. So it's important to calculate uh, how much we want to earn in a year and then break it down on a per day, per hour basis, and then ensure that this amount is actually achievable and billable. You know, I, I had a similar experience on, and I deal with a lot of new entrepreneurs in my in my line of work, you know, people that need new business branding. And, and so a lot of times they're at their infant stages and they haven't really done that breakdown and that almost business casing of saying, where do I need to land in revenue to offset the expenses that I need to run to get to a salary that I can be happy with? Um, and if when you don't do that, you fall into the trap of either overspending because you're getting excited about starting this business. You're investing in things that won't provide returns and that you can't cover in your top line. It's it's one of the hardest lessons to learn as a new entrepreneur. Um, and uh, kudos to you to having that know-how and being able to impart that to other people because it's very crucial to your success in your first few years. Yeah. I think you're right. Making yeah. sure that you don't overspend <laughs> is key as, as you go along and at the beginning stages and just... Um, trying to limit uh your exposure certainly is important yeah now that was a big yeah. that was a big part for me starting off it was this this idea of of looking around and figuring out what is that sort of magical day rate you know as a cinematographer um and the piece of advice i was given is exactly what you're saying joanne is that they said just pick the number that you want to work how much do you want to make in a year you know, and at the time, I I think I said something along the lines of, you know, I want to make, you know, $100,000, you know, and they said, okay, well, how many reasonable days can you book 
in a year do you imagine yourself working over 365 days? And I said, probably 100 days is probably the maximum. Well, then you, you charge $1,000 a day. That's simple math. The, um, turns out 100 days a, a year was, uh, was, I was like, Somewhat. sign me up for that. I want that deal. <laughs> <laughs> that was not as achievable as I thought it would be. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but it was a good it was a good starting point. It was a good starting point. <laughs> Indeed, good starting so, point, and you can readjust, readjust quarterly, annually, and yeah, take it from there, right? So where do you document your process, Joanne? You talk about some of the great um, structure you have in place, but how does that translate into forms and, 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 and tools that, uh, that you employ in your business? Uh, so I would say that we have an, a number of systems in, in place, one being a bookkeeping system. That's the one thing I really don't like to do. And uh, it, I find it really helpful for me to see where the spending is, see where the income is coming in. Um, and so our system actually allows you to see that happening as you input things. Of course, that's critical. And don't get me wrong, I still don't do the official bookkeeping that's definitely left to to the expert, um, but it certainly helps in passing that information along to her to make sure that I'm on top of things as well as an entrepreneur. Joanne, how did you make that decision? You know, when you're starting a business, there's obviously areas that we're not experts in, you know. Uh, how do you make the decision to, you know, this is something I'm going to outsource, you know, versus this is something that I really should probably buckle down and learn, you know, so that I'm, I'm saving on some of those costs. How, how do you make those decisions or, or made those decisions? Sure. I think as creative entrepreneurs we get into the business because we love doing what we're doing but again unfortunately we have to wear these hats that we really don't suit <laughs> it doesn't suit our personality to bookkeep or or create legal uh legal documentation that sort of thing so it's really important to know when to hire a uh, a professional to do those things for you marketing plan for example that's uh you know that's your specialty damon and certainly that those are things that are critical if you're really not good at that that to to hire the right people to achieve what it is you're hoping to achieve um yeah so that that's what i would say about uh, about systems critical to have them in place uh, in order to not have to do <laughs> what you don't want to do so i know that um in most businesses the long-term plan is not to work in the business forever and you know, you've got an end point for yourself on whether you'd like to look at a succession plan or a sales plan or some way to move the business beyond you being involved with it. Um, so my question is, is that part of your strategy in putting the, system, the uh, structure in place where you say, now when somebody comes in to take a little bit of a valuation look at the business, they see that structure and they see those, those ticks and balances that can give them an idea of the value of the business and whether or not they would like to buy it. Is that part of your thinking when you went that way too? Yes, I think that uh, it's it allows you to break down projects uh, by um, how many hours you spent on it, by um, how much the client chose to purchase. It, it allows you how much, how much, literally how much time you spend on it and what the end result 
somebody says to me, what does it cost for me to do a kitchen and a family room renovation? Um, you know, two rooms in a home. I can go back to some of the jobs that we've done and double double check how many hours did it spend for us to do that work and how many and how much did it cost the, those clients and are they in the same budget range? So those systems really do help keep us on track and helps to give them a fair and reasonable idea of what it is that they're looking to spend. Right. And that also dictates your profitability that you can you can tell uh, a potential buyer of your business someday to say just how profitable the jobs are. Fantastic. Absolutely. That, you know, that's a great uh, piece of advice uh, there and, and and great point to bring up, Damon, because I know, you know, in, in video production, a lot of times when people start, they're, you know, they're kind of winging it. They're figuring out as they go along, even the file structure that they have on their computer, how they lay out, you know, and I, I was very much like that. You know, I didn't have any sort of formal training to know how files should be, you know, marked and set up. I just did it the way I was easiest for me. I was forced to create that structure because I started to work with broadcasters and I started to work with freelancers and people who needed that structure. You know, I needed to supply a hard drive in a certain format. Um, so it forced me to, to, uh, you know, to comply, you know, to some sort of, of of structure, which ultimately helped me because now if I bring somebody on to a project, they can just start working immediately. I don't have to explain to them how my system works. <laughs> the uh my my great filing system. Alphabetical. No, no, please. The uh <laughs> all right. The uh I file I file by mood. The uh so <laughs> So I no longer have to do that. So it's it's a great piece of advice. <laughs> Joanne, any final thoughts for 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 entrepreneurs out there who are who are maybe just starting off the uh, and and looking to add a little bit more structure, you know, into their into their business? Sure. Final thoughts would be um, when you don't want to be or you're not good at doing things like bookkeeping or. Uh, insurance or marketing or legalese, definitely hire a professional. It's critical to the success of your business. Well, Joanne, thank you so much for spending some time with us today uh, to talk about, uh, you know, adding structure uh, to a creative business. We really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Good to see you guys. With us, as always, is the maestro of marketing, Damon Adachi. The, uh, and we also were joined by Joanne uh, Kupiak, who is an interior designer and owner of Design Excellence. I'm Peter Reynolds, and you've been listening to Pros and Conversations. See you next time. <laughs>